You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to Season 3 and Episode number 137 of The Daily Beaver here on the Cryer Media Network. Today, recording day, is Thursday, June 8th, 2023, and uh, it's not a bright sunny day here at the Beaver Lodge, finally. Um, it's gray. I don't think it is smoked because I can actually see clouds, um, but it's still not going to be great <laughs> today. So, uh, you know, don't get too comfortable. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, hey, and with me as always is my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly, looking very, very interesting. It's like the upside down trident. Yes, 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 indeed, yes. <laughs> Mercury's doing uh, some uh, synchronized swimming. <laughs> well, I can do this. Uh, look, 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 watch, 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 watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, you can make him dance. <laughs> oh, if you are listening at home, I, I cannot be to describe this you really do have to come and see the video. have to check it out yeah, yeah. oh man okay oh wow um <laughs> a lot of wax holy crap i gotta put a lot of wax in this <laughs> that's that's um it's like an upside down leap to lisa simpson maybe <laughs> sure i don't it reminds me of a cartoon character from like but i think it's like from french cartoons french canadian cartoons i can't remember who 
but oh my god, that, yeah. Uh, let's just say it brings uh, it evokes childhood memories. <laughs> Took a lot of effort. <laughs> I can imagine. Wow. Barbut. Bar, um, bar, 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 I'm a barbut vibe. Barbut. Barbut, as in like the fish. Uh, that fish, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah you have whisk okay whiskers um we have a uh a thursday morning nibble for you and um if you are wondering about the t-shirt kitties uh this was uh whoops sorry over here 2010 um i i if people remember some of the pub chats, and sometimes we talk a little bit personally, I talk about uh, the best 240 pounds I ever lost. Right. <laughs> well, when that happened, uh, that year I treated myself to a trip to Paris and to the French Open. And because it was happening on my birthday. So I had French Open and Duck in Paris on my birthday. Because after X number of months with whatever, I deserved that. So, <laughs> uh, and I got this t-shirt there and I'm wearing it because right now, as we speak, and this is how much I love you, kitties, Bianca Andrescu is on the courts playing for the final mixed doubles, Grand Slam final. And I'm here with you. Wow. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how much I love you. <laughs> that would be dedication, yeah. <laughs> but ooh, so I watched the first set, uh, and uh, they were twice uh, very close to being two games down, and uh, they rallied and won the first set. So halfway to a Grand Slam title, and I've got it on pause, and I am waiting to see the rest after we finish the show. So nobody, please give me any spoilers. Um, but yeah, I'm cheering. I'm wearing the gear. And it's authentic gear because I bought it there. Sure. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Mr. Grizzly, let's say good yes. morning to you and ask, uh, how's your mental health today? Uh, good morning, Mr. Beaver. Uh, mental health, I think, is pretty good. I'm just really tired. I slept six and a half hours and I don't feel like I slept at all. Oh. I, I just, I don't know, just one of those things. Just one of those things, you know. Sometimes it just, I, I looked at my sleep monitor and it's like you uh, had a, it was mostly light sleep like almost no deep sleep and very little REM so I'm like yeah that that makes sense I don't feel like I really rested at all so oh. yeah. there you go it happens you know I'll, I'll, I'll get through it I always do you know well for me I'm uh, surprised that I'm actually up and so chipper because um, dress rehearsal last night how'd that go so good Oh, good. Excellent. Good so good. Um, we had a, a nice audience for it. Uh, we had some people who volunteer at food banks. Oh, cool. Um, come over. And uh, so we had a, a pretty good, sizable audience for a dress rehearsal. Um, they were with us all the way. Really generous, beautiful, wonderful audience. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you. A uh, couple of things that we need to fix. Um, one... Uh, in one scene, I'm wearing a pair of pants under a pair of pants because the costume changes are so fast that I don't have time to take a pair of pants off and then put another pair of pants on. Double pants. But to show that I'm not wearing another pair of pants, I have them tucked in my socks underneath so that 
they don't show out at the bottom. And I took the first pair of pants off and I forgot to take the other pair of pants out of my socks. So it looked like I just got there on bike <laughs> for an so entire scene. That's why you have a dress rehearsal. Then. Yeah. If the reviewer happened to be there at the time of the dress rehearsal, I think that will probably make it into the critique. <laughs> Do they, I mean, dress rehearsal and opening night are different, right? Dress rehearsal, yeah. it's like, it's a rehearsal. You make a mistake. It's no big deal. You move on. Yep. Yep. But other than that, <laughs> everything went well. Um, and, and everything went well for everyone. So, okay. um, yeah, we have a show. Pretty excited about it. Pretty excited about it. All right. Seems. Yes. Okay, kids. Uh, in the news, um, always a lot going on. It seems that there's just way too much news. But uh, we'll start with a slight wildfire update. Um, for air quality, if you're leaving a living in uh, eastern central Ontario and Quebec, uh, this, and of course in the United States all the way down to the Carolinas, will probably be the worst day yet. And maybe the worst day that the modelers can see so far coming. Um, air quality estimates are at the high risk level throughout the weekend, which will affect millions in this area. Armel Castellan, who's a warning preparedness meteorologist for Environment uh, Canada and Climate Change Canada, says that um, what's happening is that all the smoke is getting caught in the jet stream and there's winds pushing from the north southwards. Um, so there's a final push this morning when the projection models are indicating a particularly dense plume is coming. So if you're living in those areas, um, so Ottawa, Kingston, Belleville, anywhere in that area going down to the GTA and the Gordon golden horseshoe. Uh, the forecast is so dangerous that uh, particular levels may be at all time record highs for this area of the nation. And if you see ash fall, don't be surprised. Uh, mm. The weather pattern is expected to shift eastward by the end of the weekend, but that doesn't, I mean, it'll, get lighter but it doesn't necessarily mean it will be better for going out or um you know having activities so uh please make sure that uh, you stay home uh for the ottawa region today the air quality is at 10 plus so that is very bad <laughs> very very bad uh cities but i don't Nelson, i don't understand why they're saying that though the, the skies are just cloudy like there's no smoke today yeah, but there's going to be this big, like I said, this oh, later on. Push yeah, okay. coming. Yeah, because currently based it, on where based on model projections, because there's just so much going on in Quebec, and the wind is going to be so strong. It seems okay because this gonna... is the first time I can actually see anything in in the city. Yeah, like literally, I can see in the distance. I'll put it on here. Yeah. Give me a sec. I'll show Same you. Same here. Oh yeah, you're you're also able to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I can see clouds. Yeah, and I haven't seen that in days. The buildings in the background, I couldn't see like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they I guess we, we, so we've got a little so bit of breathing room for the time being, is what you're saying. Exactly. There's another big dense plume that is expected okay. to arrive. Um, so yeah, ten plus, which is they have no higher uh, rating. Yeah, uh, that's as high as it so goes. Ottawa, Belleville, Kingston. Uh, Doctor Vera Etches of Public Health Ottawa, who you may name, you may remember during COVID. Heard it once or twice. Um, yeah. 
she says, uh, her quote is, respiratory conditions went up steeply that first 24 hours as small as the small particulate matter count went up and the air quality worsened. Hopefully people are calibrating their activities and won't see that continue to grow. But uh, really, it would not be unexpected, unfortunately. There are still 414 wildfires burning throughout Canada. 239 of them are considered out of control. 21,000 people have been evacuated throughout the, are currently evacuated throughout the nation. Uh, in Quebec, uh, fire bombers have been in use so much that fire, just pilot fatigue, is making it so that only 11 of the 13 of them are in use uh, as of about 12 hours ago uh, with a Premier Legault going, uh, saying, we cannot expect that all aircraft will be able to fly full-time every day. So we're getting at that point now as well, where uh, people are getting tired and burnt out. Um, and no end in sight. What, what's, uh, I haven't checked because I've been tired. <laughs> yeah. What's the status in Alberta right now with their wildfires in Nova Scotia? I have no idea what's going on right now. I've, uh, I, um, it's sort of like it's still happening, but because the ones in Quebec are so huge, it's getting pushed off. The, the, like, the meanwhile, in Alberta, that's still continuing, and oh, okay. here's where things are. Because I'm not, not I haven't heard anything, anything in, the, in the last day or two on the updates yeah, whatsoever. Okay. Not, neither like, and the ones from uh, up, up north, north uh, stopped also out of the blue, and BC also stopped out of, blue, out of the blue. So I don't know what the situations there are like. It just we stopped hearing about them. So either if they're not out, they're at least under control. Would be my guess that they're they're, they're not spreading. They've either built a, the firewalls around and they're able, it's, or it's in a contained area or something yeah. for now. Um, the but, uh, the conspiracy theories are, are flying left, uh, right, and center. Like, and and you know who. who the head stochastic terrorist himself started all of this by saying it was started by you. Well, he didn't start it, actually. It was started before that. But he pushed that agenda along. And when you hear it in the House of Commons from the official leader of the official opposition, people tend to start believing it, which is just, oh, my. Yeah. You know, his parliamentary privilege needs to be suspended. He needs to be censured because he is going to get people killed. He probably already has. And he just doesn't give a shit. No. He doesn't care. Well, the other thing that's uh, bothering me about him is, I've mentioned it before, but it's the manner in which he is using Parliament. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of times now he's brought in props. He's been in there for about 18 years. He knows the rules. Yeah. I mean, he's literally from the university debating club right into Parliament. Yeah. He knows the rules. Bringing props making insinuations, allegations. Uh, the latest one, I know there's a clip for it, but you know, journalists are asking him, when you mentioned that thing about the school, what did you mean? And I was like, well, I said what I mean. I think we played it. Yeah, we did. Right? Yeah, yeah, I said what we mean. So again, says something without saying it. Um, says something in the house, but then where he has privilege, and then uses that as a clip. Because I'm yeah. guessing if you take something that was said underprivileged in the house and you disseminated it's still underprivileged I don't maybe know. i don't know about the rules about that but seems to be acting like that and uh the latest one now is the alleged filibuster yeah. hmm pp was uh, doing a big fill 
900 amendments were introduced to the budget. 900. 900. Right. Just rewrite the budget altogether, basically. Yeah, just trying to slow it down. And then he says, I'm going to stand up in the House and then I'm going to talk and I'm going to keep talking. This is how he frames it until the government yields to our demands. Again, let us remind you that the composition of the House of Commons at the moment is such that the conservatives cannot vote anything down mm-hmm. unless it has the help of at least two other parties. And none of them are going to help them. The Bloc Québécois, with which it seems to have a convenient coalition. <laughs> when it comes to things like making sure that electoral reform fails and when it comes to, uh, well, not wanting to expose themselves to intelligence. It has levels. Um, they are working with them in that instance, but other than that, they need the Bloc and they need the NDP. And the budget is, by definition, a confidence measure, and the NDP have a confidence and supply agreement. So they go like, Pierre Paulier is fighting. Girl, he ain't fighting for shit. No. <laughs> you know what he's fighting for? This is literally an attempt. Power. He says that this is an attempt to make the government fall because the budget's a confident measure. If the budget, budget gets voted down, the government falls, which sends us into an election while we are still dealing with all that election interference, which is supposedly so terrible and awful that we need to do something about right now. And isn't it terrible that Justin Trudeau didn't do anything about right now? And we really should do about that. But first, an election. Girl, don't pee on my leg. Do not what he's pee doing. on my leg. It's exactly what he's doing. This guy ain't doing anything. And then number two, government has already indicated that it is going to invoke closure because unlike the United States, <laughs> where filibuster means a completely different thing, mm-hmm. has completely different rules. So basically, this filibuster where he was going to keep on talking would probably last a maximum of five hours. Yeah. And this guy's already filibustered more than that beforehand. I think Lisa Raitt said on a previous Power in Politics or something, he had done it for four days at one point. Really? So, yeah. So here we got, we have a man, the man in Canada, other than probably Kevin O'Leary, who loves the sound of his own voice more than anything, is going to fight to take down the government by speaking. And not only speaking, but speaking in the House of Commons for five hours straight, or three to five hours straight, where he has parliamentary privilege where everything's caught on camera, where he can then take those things and make clips where he's going to push them all over the internet. So basically, Canada, what just happened is that Pierre Polliver, Captain Shortpants, abused again of Parliament and all of our tax dollars to stage an infomercial where he stood up and said, but wait, there's more, but wait, there's more, but wait, there's more for three to five hours. I don't know how long it is because I, I'm in a play right now. <laughs> I got stuff to do. Um, from which he is going to grab clips and promote himself. Now, I don't know how much it costs to run Parliament per hour. It ain't going to be cheap. And all for the uh, supposed, PP air quotes, purpose of making sure that the government takes his demands 
and puts them into legislation or else he will vote down the budget with the help of absolutely no one when he's absolutely politically impotent in the House. He is wasting your time. He is wasting your money. You are paying for this. Yeah. Yeah. You need to you remember that. And he, this he is a paid is employee. This is not inflationary spending, though. No. Everybody seems to forget that he is our paid employee. I didn't hire him, but I still got to pay him. Yeah, get saucy. It pales in comparison to a woman in Texas who filibustered for over 19 hours and had a catheter inserted in her leg to stop an abortion bill from being passed. Yeah, slightly different. But like the framing, right? I'm going to go there and I'm not going to stop until when you know the closure is going to be invoked and it's literally going to be maximum three to five hours. Yeah. It's, it's just more hot air out of a giant hot air machine. Oh, poser Pierre. Poser, Pierre. He's a poser. <clears throat> I, I've been saying for the longest time, he won't last this summer. Watch me be proven right. If I'm not right, I'll be very surprised. <sighs> I'd like to think so. I just, my old question comes back in, with who do they replace him? With who? I mean, there's tons of other carbon copies, but like this, I mean, he has this, anti-charisma for us that's somewhat charismatic for all the people that are flying the F. Trudeau flags. Well, it's because they're Trumpers, right? I mean, these are the same people who would vote for Trump and say they're yeah, proud but, Republicans, but they forget. But they Trump, has a weird, Trump has a weird charisma. Like, even though Trump is like a train wreck I, I see happening in slow motion and I don't want to watch, but I can't help but watch. Admit it, he I don't does have watch, I can't stand hearing him. Yeah, he does have some charismatic elements to him, whereas Pierre has nothing. He hasn't, he's, he's Milk toast millhouse, and that's being generous. He's anti charisma. I mean, he he doesn't have the Daniel Smith thing. No, no, no. Right, that whole he has thing no where personality. She makes feel like the most important person in the room, and she makes everything just sound so reasonable and friendly. Well, <laughs> she's media trained, right? Whereas he, he he's, he's just he's got one mode, dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> limp, 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 dick. Let's let's be specific here. Limp, dick. Well, you know just, when Lachlan just got out of the pool. <laughs> when Lachlan says "raging cock," yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah except it's micro penis, but still raging. K a w k <laughs> rhymes with hawk, spelt with a k. Remove <sighs> the h, put in a k. An RMP, raging micropene. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so much rage, so little body. Anyway, I, uh, so yeah, he's basically using us. I mean, it, and it goes into the same theme, the way that he's been campaigning for his next job while not doing any work. What conservatives, we learned that with the economic, economic, economic action, inaction scam thing, Harper, where we saw all those billboards and then they were announcing programs that weren't in it. The, the conservatives are the best at diverting public funds and using them for partisan purposes. Yes. All the carbon tax fights, mm -hmm. they know they're going to lose them when they get to the Supreme court. They know it when they start, but they do it anyway, because all this about like 10 years of fundraising by the time oh, they yeah. start fitting it, 
and they put all the money, that's all your tax dollars at work, all the money they put into fighting that in court and getting studies to disprove to disprove what like 99 <laughs> percent the same thing that they, they do for like safe consumption sites right 99 percent of the studies on harm reduction say it works but they want to try they're going to pump money into finding that one study that says it can't that they can build something around so um they've got money for that because it's our money that's money that should be coming from party funds which we also generally and very generously subsidize because of the political donation tax credit. But so it's like they are literally downloading partisan party promotion expenses to us and just saying it's, well, no, no, we're providing governance. No, you're not. No, you're not. When you know fairly, when you know full well that the government has full capacity to put in regulation for carbon. And you take that through the three levels of court and you bill it to us and then fundraise off that. And then we subsidize whatever percentage of that fundraising dollars that you get as well. That's a PR expense. That's yeah. not governance. Can we, can we send them a bill? Can we charge his office? I mean, it's still coming out of our pocket no matter what. Now, all parties do it somewhat, but nobody does it like conservatives. Yeah. I mean, they even like try interesting schemes like in and out, which make them make it such that they have to plead guilty in the court yeah. to doing that type of things to save four people's butts out of jail, including two senators at the time. I mean, these, these are the people we're dealing with. And then they say everybody else is corrupt. Well, you mentioned Danielle Smith a few minutes ago because she has charisma, right? And and uh, she knows how to work a microphone. She worked in radio for a long time. But I don't think she ever went to history class. I don't think she ever attended history class. Here's why. If we look at this tweet from D-Day, June 6th. Oh, boy. On this day, June 6th, we remember the bravery and sacrifice of Canadian and Allied troops who landed on Normandy beaches 79 years ago. And here's where it gets interesting, and here's the history lesson. Marking the beginning of the Second World War, we pay tribute to the heroic efforts on the anniversary of D-Day. Uh, no, 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 no. That was not the beginning of World War II. June 6, 1944. They'd been fighting for fi uh, five years at that point. The war started in 1939. It did not start in 1944. Now, I get that, you know, maybe you could make a mistake in typing that, but wouldn't you... <laughs> we have people for this. Yeah. June 6, 1944 was not the beginning of World War II. It was the beginning of the end of World War II. <sighs> Mr. Grizzly, ask me why I'm knocking my head against the microphone. Why are you knocking your head against the microphone, Mr. Beaver? Because it feels so good when I stop. <laughs> why start? Girl. Yeah, I know. It's just... You're hurting me. <laughs> this is where I like to have Hugh here. Yeah. Hugh. It's like, Kid Hugh, here's what Danielle said. Now, please tell us why she's wrong. <laughs> feel free take take your time take your time we got all the time in the world for this one because holy sheep shit please tell us all the ways <laughs> oh god 
That's like that's like Sarah Palin with the Paul Revere thing. <laughs> Remember, she went I to the Paul Revere Museum and they asked her what she said, and then she like said this whole thing that wasn't actually true, and then she complained that it was a gotcha question. And then somebody turned around and says, uh, "You know, it's like, uh, Sarah, it's not a got, it's not a gotcha question because the question got ya." <laughs> <laughs> They literally, she went, she was on vacation. She went to the Paul Revere Museum and they actually asked her, like, so what did you think? And then she tried to give this historical based answer, which was wrong. Of course it was. <laughs> well, so Daniel And then when Smith. she thought she was wrong, it was like, oh, yeah, it was, well, you asked me a gotcha question. It's like, what did you think? Well, Daniel Smith did what conservatives do and cut the budget. She cut the firefighting budget for fighting wildfires, right? Uh Who else did that? What other premier of a province did that that's currently on fire? Oh, Oh. it would have been Doug Ford. Yeah, 16% or something. Yeah, and you know why he did it? Here, here, Here's why he did it. According to, uh, this is from Barney Ponofsky's Best Intentions. (laughs) Dear my friends, it is so smoky in Ontario and Ottawa today, I had problems breathing. B-R-E-E-T-H-I-N-G. When making work calls 24-7 from my sea-do at the cottage. And that is why it is so smart for me to build an indoor beach with massage tables at Ontario Place because of climate, C-L-I-M-U-T-T, change. Premier, P-R-E-M-A-I-R. Uh, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. It's so... It, Barney Pranofsky's best intentions, he always writes the best satire. But the thing is, sometimes the satire hits so close to home, it's like, I could almost hear Doug writing this out. And, you know, that's Doug's inner thought right there. Doug's first drafts. (laughs) Yes, yeah, Doug's first draft. That is why it is so smart for me. Not, you know, it's like, cut the budget by millions. And now he's going to, now, and we're subsidizing the province. Like, this is happening, whether we want it to or not. It's already been, like, everybody's decrying it. Every, the city of Toronto is trying to shut it down, and he's basically going, no, nah, I'm doing it anyway. $650 million of our money is going to build a private for-profit spa that most Ontarians won't even be able to afford to go to. Taking public lands that was dedicated by uh, John Robarts, the greatest mm-hmm. premier the province ever had, a progressive conservative who built mm-hmm. public space for public use, all going to disappear yep. for a private, for-profit, foreign-owned entity. Yeah. Kind of like how Mike Harris sold off our toll highway to a Spanish company. And they were supposed to pay a penalty last year for, what, two or three billion? And Doug, uh, no, don't worry about it. I think it was a billion, yeah. And a billion, just yeah, billion. It. yeah, just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then... Went to Trudeau and said, can I ask money for healthcare? What, what, what's the t-shirt that was available in the crier media? <laughs> Fuck you, Doug. Banners, so you had a billion right there. You had it. All you had to do was collect it. And you're a mob boss. You act like a mob boss. You should be able to collect on a debt. Uh-huh. Right? He acts like a mob uh-huh. boss all the time. And does, don't a lot of his, uh, you know, allegedly a lot of his uh, private for-profit investors that have purchased land along the highway he's going to build that very few people want to build houses for Ontarians that none of which we can afford because they're going to be giant McMansions in the middle of nowhere with no transit, no services, just for the wealthy. And a lot of those developers are, what's the rumor? What's the, I'm not going to say the rumor, but it starts with an M. Mm. 
rhymes with afia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. No names. Mm-hmm. I'm making an accusation. I've heard a rumor, and I'm asking a question. <sighs> I'm going to need more wax in my mustache. Look at it. It's fallen all over the place. It must be the humidity. I don't know, man. See, now I'm going to have like a totally June Pride, mo- mo- pride moment. You oh. just like put banana ramas. I heard a rumor in my head. <laughs> I heard a rumor. I don't think they sing it that way. I heard a rumor. <laughs> I'll, do my, I'll do a cake version of I heard a rumor. Remember cake with uh, their, oh, uh, yes. their survive? Yeah. I love that version because I yep. could do that one. Yeah. At first, I was afraid. I was, afraid. I was I petrified. Was <laughs> <laughs> I can do that version. Because, and now you say rumors. Now I have like the Timex Social Club. Oh. Look at all these rumors surrounding me every day. <laughs> We're going right back to the 80s for this. Yeah, wow. Tara, you sent me right back to the 80s. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I know you have a hard out, so uh, let's do uh, a little bit of fun stuff okay. here. Little fun little things that appeared on the Twitter. Um, some Canadians reacting to uh, PP's um, budget stuff we have uh greg mcgillis uh, let's see if i can get that a little better bigger there we go greg mcgillis can you say pointless grandstanding i knew you could <laughs> constapiece theta <laughs> and then more useful than much what else he does keeps him off twitter for a few hours <laughs> we approve Mike Morris, uh, you left out the part where a time limit on the bill was passed yesterday, so it will pass and nothing Polliver can do except stomp his wee feet and whine about it for five hours. Mm. Civics. <laughs> I'm going to fight for you and I won't stop until, oh, what time limit? Oh, oh, oh. okay. Oh, I, got, I have a thing at that time where I got to see somebody about a place and a guy. Yes. I've never been to Belize. <laughs> never been to police and then this one eva chipmunk two hours and going pierre poliver says he is quote speaking for those kids who have no voice i don't recall those kids with no voice asking him to speak on their behalf yeah yeah um that you're not needed there darling poodle just come, calm down calm down well, so every time they, they trot out, and you know, they've been doing, using this meme a lot lately because they have nothing, they keep trotting out the blackface, right, constantly. Yep. I've noticed people have started piling on and go, oh yeah, yeah, that was like 20 some years ago, uh, okay. It was never right, but you know, it, it was not uh, as frowned upon 20 years ago as it is today, right? It was not, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was socially acceptable, but it was um, tolerated. 20 plus years ago. I guess so. See, uh, that's interesting because being part black, I never remember a day in my entire life, 50 years on this planet, where that was considered okay. Well, no, it, that's what I said. It was never considered okay, but it was tolerated 20 plus years ago. Yeah. And I always thought it was wrong, always. Um, but Sarah Fisher defended it, what, two years ago? Yeah. So I've noticed each time they trot out the blackface photos and memes, other people have said, yeah, what about, but wait a second here. She defended this two years ago. There she is. That's her, Sarah Fisher, right there in blackface, two years ago, defending it. Hmm? He has made amends and apologized and said, I had a blind spot. I didn't realize. She defended. And the less that he's led since. 
Yes, and the life that he's led since. She defended wearing blackface. Yep. She is, what, the comms person for the yep. Conservative Party? Yep. Hong Kong. Drink water out of a box. Oh, I, al- I almost, I almost exploded with, with a see you next Tuesday comment there because. Yep. Uh, I hear you. I hear you, my friend. Yeah. It, you know, there are, there are two, that one. And with regard to Doug Ford using the word fat in anything, because so many times I just want to say you fat fuck. Yeah. Part yeah of my yeah, language. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I say that about thin or fat. Right? Yeah. It's not the person. It's how big of a fuck you are. <laughs> right? <laughs> the fat applies to. But given he is big yeah. man. Yeah, I know. I refrain from using it because yeah. that's just, you know, but. Because it, then it becomes descriptive of his physical appearance. Well, again, Whereas, it's, it's, it's putting noise in the message. Right. Right. It gives something something that somebody else can jump upon that makes you talk about, why are you calling that? Well, that's not the point of my message, but now I'm going to focus on that to take you off because yeah. what you're saying is hitting too close to home and I don't want you talking about that, which is He's another trick people use. Asshole. That's another social media trick. Eh? People, if you are being particularly effective, if somebody wants, you're writing something and they say, and they talk about like the thing that's completely irrelevant in the thing that you wrote, that's because what you just wrote is hitting close to home and they want you to stop saying it. So they're trying to pull you off. Never, 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 ever, 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 ever get distracted from the primary objective. All right. Um, so I know you have a hard out, Mr. Grizzly. So before we do the exit, I got a couple of pictures from uh, the show. If you uh, want for the kids, uh, the kids. So yeah, there you go. Stage makeup. So this is how you end up looking 15 years younger. Lots of pancake makeup, fill in the cracks, take off a lot the of beard makeup. and dye the hair. <laughs> and there we go. If you're wondering what this big thing on my head is, is that's what happens when you take it out. She said, I wouldn't even recognize you. Yep. So, and then from a couple of scenes from the play, uh, these are my uh, colleagues, Martha and Bill. Um, Martha, I'm hoping maybe to get on, a, get on an interview. She would. She's actually a law professor at Queens and a neuroscientist. Oh, and an actress and will be directing next year and does yoga and she's like superwoman no shit she's incredibly impressive um and then my lisa and lynn uh who i've been in play with uh before uh she's wonderful lady and then um scott who is a incredible uh comedic actor uh and can surprise you with his dramatic depth so um and uh, Bill in the first picture um, was uh, when we went to the Eastern Ontario Drama League uh, finals uh, last November. He's the one that ended up winning a best actor in a comedy for the whole festival. So uh, very, very, I've got a cast of mates who are just so freaking amazingly good. I really, really, really had to up my game for this one. So, uh, yeah, we've got a show and we got a nice one. So if you're in Kingston, Domino Theater, uh, Thursdays to Saturdays from now till the 24th, today's opening night, please buy a ticket. Tell your friends if you uh, have people who live here, if they're looking uh, for something fun to do because the arts need a little bit of support. Okay. Uh, Mr. Grizzly, 
do we have a show? <clears throat> yes, we do. I just need to make two quick mentions. I will see you Saturday, obviously, because Bridget and I are coming down. Do we have? Yeah. To, do you need to set tickets aside for us, or what's the dealio with that? Like, um, I can. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, like well, we're happy to pay for them. I just want to make sure we have them. Is all. Yep. 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 Absolutely. I can do that. Cool. All right. And then I, I want to show this thing. Um, give me a sec here while I share the screen for this. So there is a protest happening here in Ottawa this weekend, apparently, on Friday. Um, and, and Billboard Chris will be there. And they were asking if Pierre Polyev will join him. And Billboard Chris says, no, he's part of the problem. He voted to criminalize parents who try to help their child feel comfortable with their sex. They can go to jail for conversion therapy. So... It looks like Skippy has lost some of his fringe base because I guess this Billboard Chris fellas, I think the protest is about gender affirmation or I don't even know what it's for. But they're of course they're choosing it during Pride Month to do it, right? Because uh, yes, and Viva Frey will be there apparently with the plebe. So I don't know what any of that means, but. I, I'm going to be busy doing other things on Friday, like, oh, uh, working and earning a living. So I won't be able to attend their rant hmm. because, you know, I have a job and responsibilities and yes. I have to earn a living uh, yes. by working for the money that I earn mm -hmm. and not grifting people so I can stand out in the street with a billboard around me and asking for handouts. Yeah. Get a I'm fucking job, asshole. I'm washing my hair and in case the following day's rain day, I'm conditioning it. There you go. See, good choice. Yes, lots, lots to do. Lots Sorry. to do. Lots to do. Kidding. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Karima will be there to document it. So, for those of you who are wondering, so this could be interesting. I don't know how she does it, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She puts up with way more crap than I could because you know me. Uh, I'd be losing it. A woman has the patience of a saint. Yes, she does. Uh, okay, let's wrap it right. up. I got to get to the office. Okay, kids, that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Podcast. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless. Let your peeps know about us because democracy is something that you do. Uh, please donate to Mr. Grizzly's shave. <laughs> so uh, we're raising money for Cornerstone Housing for Women. Uh, our, our initial goal was $1,000. Hopefully we've surpassed that by now. I think Please remember to send us. We have? I think we have. I think we have. Don't, I haven't, I'm not going to say we have yet, but I think we have. I just got to double check because I, I did get, we did get an email. I don't know if you checked the Eager Beaver account. We got an email yesterday with a donation for 175. So, oh, wow. Uh, and I forget the name of the donator. My apologies, but thank you very much. Uh, I did send a response email saying, thank you. We really do appreciate it. So we are well on our way. I think we're here. I think we've surpassed the thousand dollar goal. So anything raised beyond this is like, great. Awesome. Okay, excellent. Uh, just for the email account, um, I'll uh, we'll talk to you later because I, <laughs> you need to do something to let me have access to it again for some reason. Oh, oh yeah, you know what? There, yeah. I got a note that somebody tried to access it from yeah, somewhere. That, and, that was me. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Uh, let's see what else. If you like this podcast, you can find us on all media, uh, on the Choir Media Network and all grizzly-friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated. We'd love to hear from you. TrueNorthEagerBeaver at gmail.com is where you would do that. At TrueEager on Twitter or our Facebook page, True North Eager Beaver. We'd love to hear from you, so please. Or um, leave a comment. Uh, we're now on Vimeo as well. Uh, still shadow banned on YouTube for the rest of the week, but uh, we'll be back. 
and these shows will be on there once uh, yes. we do that. I'll upload all of them once we get back on. Well, we're technically the ban is lifted on Saturday, but we won't be no, Monday. So exactly. Um, True North Eager Beaver uh, Media Incorporated. Uh, well, Eager Beaver is our media YouTube channel. Uh, if you go there and subscribe. That would help us very much during this time. No reason you still can't. Uh, the bottom is our pod page, I believe. Yes, it is. Subscribe for for downloads for uh, podcasts. And that little squiggly thing by Mr. Grizzly's head is our emergency Guinness Caesar hot chocolate farm boy gluten-free chocolate chip ice cream cookie fund. And uh, that's where you can donate if you think that we've done a good job and we'd like to encourage us to do more. That's coffee, ko-fi.com slash eager beaver, lowercase letters, all in one word. Uh, from the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there, so be kind to and gentle with yourself. Thank you to everyone who pushed me to break a leg. Mr. Grizzly, words of wisdom? Don't Don't use too much mustache wax. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Mr. Grizzly, roll them credits. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. oddly speed way up at the end there it did okay it really did because i was dancing and i was over here and i was like whoa i don't know what that was strange it just went uh uh, before we go one quick little easter egg kids kitties uh you did this uh this is the first time ever we were on the apple charts for a full week without interruption usually we break off somewhere around monday because you know there's a little gap in episodes Mm -hmm. uh but you kept us on so a new record for us thank you thanks eh? All right. Have a good day. See ya. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.